The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus was walking along, a demoniac who was mute was brought to him. And when the demon had been cast out, the one who had been mute spoke, and the crowds were amazed and said, Never has anything like this ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, By the ruler of demons he casts out the demons. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness. When Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion for them, because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel from Matthew chapter 9, we hear a similar message that we heard on Sunday from Luke chapter 10. Jesus saying, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. The difference here in today's gospel is the context, which is very important because Matthew combines that particular saying by Jesus with a miracle. And the miracle is very relevant because this man could not speak. He couldn't use the very faculty, that real gift that we have been given that separates us from the animals, the ability to praise God, language. He was harassed by some kind of demon, and Jesus casts out the demon. So one can imagine now the man would have lots to say. In fact, he would have a testimony. He would be now one of the laborers going out into the harvest saying, this is what God did to me. That would be very compelling. We are that man, in a sense, because in original sin, two disasters happened. One, our intellect was darkened, and then our will became infected with malice. And those two deformities impacted the ability to really proclaim God in the way God needs to be praised. But God took action, and we have experienced a miracle, in a sense, in our baptism. Because in baptism, we have been healed of that original sin. What's interesting in that sacrament, and I have the ritual right here, is that there is an exorcism prayer in the rite. Almighty ever-living God, who sent your Son into the world to drive out from us the power of Satan, the spirit of evil, and bring the human race rescued from darkness into the marvelous kingdom of your light, we humbly beseech you to free this child from original sin, to make him a temple of your glory, and to grant that your spirit may dwell within him. That's the grace we've received in baptism. And so now we have a testimony. The other important part of that baptismal rite is toward the end, where there's another prayer, very relevant to the gospel. May the Lord Jesus, who made the deaf to hear and the mute to speak, grant that you may soon receive his word with your ears and profess the faith with your lips to the glory and praise of God the Father. We've all received this wonderful sacrament. And now the question is, will we proclaim 
the good news with a testimony. How has God affected me and made the difference? I'm a new creation. That's the good news that we are to proclaim. Here's the challenge, that we not go back into sin, because that will again shut us down. That's what happened in the first reading from Hosea chapter 8, where the Israelites, who had been very favored, economically prospering, yet were affected by idolatry. And so God, speaking through the prophet, says, with their silver and gold they made idols for their own destruction. In fact, Israel was supposed to bring the good news to the pagan nations. But instead, the pagan nations brought their idolatry to Israel, and Israel became, as we know, captive, destroyed the ten tribes, and their message muted. In today's responsorial psalm from Psalm 115, it states, Our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak, eyes but do not see. They have ears but do not hear, noses but do not smell. They have hands but do not feel, feet but they do not walk. They make no sound with their throats. Those who make them are like them. So are all who trust in them. That's the effect of idolatry. For us today, it's not the crude form of idolatry as in the Old Testament. Rather, new forms like overemphasis on pleasure and money and esteem and all kinds of things that can take our attention and they mute our ability to proclaim the good news. We shy back because the Spirit of God in us has been muted. So let us proclaim the good news joyfully. And as St. Catherine of Siena stated, proclaim the truth and do not be silent through fear. We have been graced by God. The harvest is plentiful. We are the laborers. Let us proclaim the good news to the glory and praise of God.